Well, hello everybody. Welcome to season three episode. Let me just check. Episode thirteen. It is the Best Scott Beats. I'm your host Nathan Judah, and I am delighted again in our fortnightly little podcast to be welcome Mr. Liam Keane, Warsaw reporter, fresh off the pre-match press conference ahead of the big game at the weekend. Uh, Liam, how is it going? Liam, two, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago this podcast, which I thoroughly enjoyed. However, from a Warsaw point of view, um, on the pitch, it was pretty dire. It's gone from it's gone from potentially Brian having one to two games left. He's, he's he could be up for manager of the month this 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 month in April. He could win manager of the month. What well, what was the what was the what was the worry about? He's absolutely fine. The flying, the one of the, the one of the form teams in the league. Incredible, well. <laughs> incredible fortnight, incredible fortnight. What's going on? Maybe it was to, our pep talk, mate. Maybe it was our pep talk. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean I'm happy to take some credit if you are. Uh, two weeks makes all the difference, doesn't it? Um, and it's funny. We, we, I remember speaking to you, what, probably four, five, maybe even six weeks ago now. We were talking about the Grimsby and South End game coming up and saying, oh, how, how in two weeks' time it could be all different. And and it, and it is true. I mean, it, it takes, uh, not not at that point it wasn't, but the last two weeks it's it's made all the difference, hasn't it? Um, yeah. Those two wins were huge against two pretty, you know, well, two sides going for it at the top, but, you know, they were pretty bang average sides as well, to be honest. Um, Forest Green were very toothless. Tranmere, you know, they knocked the ball around quite nicely, but didn't really threaten too much going forward. Um the, the the teams at the top of this league, although a lot of them, are, you know, have done quite well. I don't. It's their old cliche. There's not much in this league. There really, there really isn't, is there? I mean, they weren't that great. Um, but two wins and two big wins that they really, really did need off the back of two draws, two nil nil draws, albeit, but two draws where they played pretty well. So performances are up, uh, and finally the results have, uh, have followed have followed course as well. I mean, it's uh, it's a bright, airy, sunny, lovely day to be a Walsall fan again. It's it's just so nice, isn't it? It's you know I guess it's a shame that um, as much as when when things aren't going going right that the fans aren't there. But especially I felt you know midweek and, and getting that win and such a great goal. Those, those that's when you want the fans back in the stadium, don't you? To see quality games like that against good opposition, but especially special goals. I, I know we're going to get the fans back eventually, but at the same time, that that's when you, that's when you want the banks is rocking. I mean, the season, it has been... I mean, don't get me wrong, I still enjoyed it, of course, but it has been missing that, hasn't it? That's, mm. That special feeling of having of having fans there. Even as high as you look at, you know, Champions League nights, the last couple of nights, um, how how big those quarterfinals would be with packed-out houses of Liverpool, Real Madrid, Man City against Dortmund, how, how good those would be. And you bring that down to, you know, the bottom end of League Two, and, and it's, it, it still applies. It would be... Obviously, on a smaller scale, of course, but it would it would change the you know the the face of games within games, the momentum the momentum swings that they have with chances and and although the momentum still swings within the game naturally, it doesn't have the same effect as, as when as when fans are there, and it makes it makes it does make all the difference. Um, it's uh, it, it's been I think Liam Pomlet has described it as soulless, not having having fans in there, and I couldn't agree more with that that description. It's uh, there's been a few moments this season. Um, albeit last few, few months they've been few and far between but there have been a few moments this season where that would be big highlights for fans um, mm. and and that OCDB goal the other night would, would have been one of them um, at the same time as well though I mean I think when the, when the team was doing badly they were probably getting away 
with not having the the fans on their back in person. It was all, obviously all social sure. media stuff, but not having them booing, hissing, and uh, and growling at them at half time and full time uh, when they, when they're playing so badly. I mean the, the South End away springs to mind. The Barrow game at home. Um, I mean actually the South End game at home as well a, a while ago. Um, they all spring to mind as games where the fans would have really been on on the team's back and. Um, and maybe the maybe the players I mean they might tell me wrong, but maybe the players don't feel that same intensity and pressure without when the when the supporters aren't there. Mm. So I think for the whole benefit of the game, they need them back. Um, but I will tell you what, it's probably a good thing that Warsaw haven't had a particularly successful season with, without the fans here, because it'd be nice to have them there if they're going to go on a, on a charge in the years to come. Um, what's changed then, mate? What, what what's changed over these last last couple of weeks? Um... Is it is it just the players finding confidence? Is it, is it Dustin, Dustin getting his um you know getting more time with them on the training ground and them starting to to get a feel of what he's about? Um, is it just improved player performance? Is it is it maybe a bit more uh, substance and stability up top? Um, you know, and off the field, what what's happening? Well, I would say all of the above, but the big one for me would probably be the formation. Um, you're going to get tired of me saying it. The fans are going to get tired of me saying it, but I do not like five at the back. Shock. I know I've said it about a million times, but I, I don't. I don't think it works. I don't think it works with this group of players. I, I, you know, I could I could say the same thing over and over and over again, but I think that's been a big thing. He's changed to a, a four. Um, it's been a, a four three three. It's been a, a four four two. I think one of the away games was. It's been a, a sort of a four two three one or a four one four one. It's been sort of various. Uh, variations of pretty much the same system in essence um, and and that has been the biggest change for me you know taking out a defender and bringing on and I'm playing another attack-minded player um, I think I think that's you know that, that works and also you know with five of the back in some ways I think the players almost at this level at league two level they almost get in their way a little bit in in, in defence it, it's too many people trying to do the same job for me mm. Um and uh, and and the, the you know the players that were playing wing backs. If you are playing full backs as wing backs, um, they're not the best going forward. I think Cameron Norman was probably the best of that. Or you then play a winger like Torrey Wright at right wing back, and uh, he started there uh, the other night, and it didn't work whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So um, so for me, changing to a four has been the biggest change. Um, and uh, and as I said to you after the game uh, the other night as well at Tranmere, it's uh, I think Osadibi playing centrally, um, slightly deeper uh, as an eight in a four three three. I think that's really worked because he he breaks forward from deep, uh, wins the ball with a high press, or he'll break with the ball or run beyond a defender, uh, and just gives you know the defensive an extra to think about. And obviously that's where his goal came from the other night as well. So yeah, the formation for me has been the biggest. Um, it's been the the change that I think has led to the biggest improvement, uh, and that's been from sort of Harrogate onwards. I mean, they battered Harrogate, should have should have beaten them. Uh, Leighton Orient, probably a fair result, nil nil on balance, but had had opportunities, uh, and obviously the two wins. So, uh, yeah, that that for me is the what I would put, stick my hat on. I think as the as the biggest thing. But his his demeanour seems a little, and I guess a win does that to you. But his demeanour seems a lot more positive. Um, I think he's. He's interacting a lot more with his players. He's vocal now, I think, on the, on the field. Not quite like, you know, uh, Daryl was, but sometimes you could say he crossed the line a little bit. But it just feels like there's a little bit more belief, a little bit more confidence. And I think when he got that win, it just shows really what, what that can do. And, and you've got to think now, 
going forward, and I know there's still quite a few games left and there's still points to play for, but Warsaw are essentially safe. They're fine. No, they're not going to be going into the National League. That We've gone from Dutton probably maybe not getting the chance to take this team forward next season to, to probably probably going to get, get the opportunity to manage a football club at the start of the season, have a whole summer to, to work this out and, and to mount a charge to, to try and to, to turn this team around and get back into League One. Yeah, I think is yeah, I think it's important to note that you know that he has um he's been growing with the role in the last few months as well. Um which is only understandable, you know, he's he limited experience in as a player, you know, he played the majority of his career in, in non league. Um albeit, you know, that's still good experience compared to compared to my Sunday league experience. It's uh, it's uh, you know, it 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 is it's not comparable really to, you know, playing 10, 15 years in, uh, in, in the football league. Um, then, you know, he's been assistant, uh, at a couple of places, you know, Bristol Road is a, you know, a decent club. He's, he's been out and done well, Salisbury, things like that. But, um, you know, this was a, a good opportunity for him, took it. He's been growing with it. Uh, and as you say, I think there has been a few changes in his demeanor. The wind obviously does that as well, but, um, you know, he's, uh, he, he, he seems to be enjoying it. Um, even when it, to be fair to him, even when it was tough, he he seemed to be enjoying it as well. But it's uh, you know, it's always nice to be winning. And for me, yeah, I think you're right. For me, obviously, the next five games uh will have an effect on this. But for me, I I think he'll get the chance next season. I really do. And uh, and he's going to have a, a director of football slash technical director slash whatever you want to call it, uh, I, above him, I guess. But you know, helping out with recruitment, helping out. With um, with on with with a lot of the information on and off the pitch, and that's only going to help him. So maybe tell us a little bit about that appointment and, and what's gone on. I think it's I think it's a good thing, really, at Warsaw. I think, and I looking looking at the guy, I think it's an excellent and astute signing. Yeah, it it seems good, doesn't it? I mean, we need to obviously hear more from him. I'm I'm hoping to to speak to him uh, either sort of one on one or or as a sort of press conference group. It's sometime in the next week or two. Um, I think we're sort of trying to sort something out. So it's um, it'd be good to hear more from him and, uh, and and get more of an idea on it. But you look at his his background. Uh, he's got the you know the background in in Spain. Having oh, if I start from the beginning, rather you know he, he had a, a good playing career. Played at good clubs like Crystal Palace, Brentford, for example. Um, head coach career was you know he had a few years at Halifax had a very short stint with Notts County so it's you know it's not the, the biggest uh, resume in terms of being a, a manager but uh, he's had a lot of experience at under 23 level at Bolton and a few other clubs um, he'd most recently been at Palace as head of emerging talent um, and we're told that he had a bit of a um, a say in the Eberiche as a uh, transfer from uh, from QPR um, you know he he as well as doing the head of emerging talent, he made suggestions in terms of transfers to the sporting director at Palace as well. Um, so there are, uh, you know, there's, there's good experience. There. And as I said about the Spain thing as well, there was a you know, set up like an academy for youngsters there and things like that. So for, there's a there's a big emphasis and something I mentioned to you as well after the Champions game, there's a big emphasis on on youth uh, in terms of his experience. Uh, and speaking to, to Brian about him, you know, he's welcomed the appointment. It's, uh, it is... That is a big part of it, you know, bringing bringing through youngsters. And that's a big thing that Brian has done since he's come in. Uh, Tom Leake has been given opportunities and done well. Mm-hmm. Sam, Perry, Sam Perry's come in and been, you know, at the moment he's one of the first names in the, on the team sheet. To be fair, and he's he's been doing very very well. 
Uh, Alfie Bates obviously dropped in form slightly, but he's, he's still playing or still in around the squad at least. Um, it's, uh, you know, there are opportunities for young lads coming through and there are some of the some of the good names in that academy. Jaden Campbell's a, a, a player, a winger uh, in the academy that a lot of fans uh, were excited about in the summer because he had a, a few decent performances in pre-season and hasn't played this season, of course. You know, mm. he's going to need going to need time, but he may be one that, that makes a jump up next year. Um, there's a few other names as well that, that are coming through. You know, Joe Fulks, the uh, defender, uh, made the bench once last season under Darrell hasn't hasn't had a, a look in this year but you know he's going to be there or thereabouts so there are um you know there are names coming through uh, and and that is important to Brian and also seems to be important to to Jamie Fullerton as well in terms of his experience so there is that philosophy and that uh, that pathway that they're trying to go down uh, and yeah, I, I agree with you in terms of looking at his experience I mean it, it's not the big name that some fans might have been asking for um but it's a it's a it's a bloke that comes in at a good age, uh, you know, mid mid forties, um, not you know not over the hill dinosaur. He, he's coming in with with good experience at a good age, and hopefully going to you know drive the club forward, which is what they're after. And and Lee Pomlet put a video out uh, ahead of the uh, a short video ahead of the Tranmere game as well, saying you know he won't be picking the team. It's going to be Brian picking the team. It's he's he's there to assist throughout the football club on the football side of it from the academy all the way up. Uh, and obviously he'll have his say and he'll have debates with Brian about you know what they could do here there and the, or whatever in terms of tactics and player recruitment and things like that. Mm. Um, but he you know he's he's a sounding board, he's an opinion, he's, he's experienced, he's someone to to offer Brian some answers because as Brian has admitted, he's not going to have all the answers every time, sure. particularly particularly being inexperienced. So uh, it seems like a good it seems like a good move. I like the idea. Um, I think it's a modern you know quite a modern idea concept. Um, but I know there's a question on this as well, but I would like to see, uh, and we'll come on to it later, I'm sure, I'd like to see some help for, for Brian on the sidelines as well. Um, I think mm. that, that would be that would be important for next year. But uh, yeah, it, it seems like a good appointment um, and, and time will tell. And, and just very finally on that as well, as I said with the, the Lee video, um, he said, you know, managers in general come and go. That's sort of the nature of football. But the sure. idea the idea with Jamie Fullerton is that he won't be. He'll be, yes. he'll be there. He'll be there to stay long term. You need that stability, don't you? At exactly. least at the top level, absolutely. It's continuity, isn't it? That's what that's what they're after. Mm-hmm. It's the continuity through it. And mm-hmm. and he, he made a good point as well, Lee, you know, that um no one on the board currently um is a quote football man. Obviously they're all you know, they all love football and, and that's why they're working in it. And obviously Lee's a, a Warsaw fan, but uh, in terms of you know being a forward player, having coaching experience, none of them have got that. They've now got a man on the board who has got that, yeah. and will hopefully offer what they can't in, in in that side of it. And you'd have thought as well with his CV that that, that Fullerton's very well connected as well, you know, across the leagues yeah. and, and with players, and and that could that could uh, be really good in the summer, especially when you know we'll sort. They haven't they haven't got loads of money, but they're they're definitely better off than a lot of the clubs in League Two budget wise. So you think if you're gonna get someone across the line and you've got someone like Fullerton heading it up, or you think, Oh, okay, technical director here, you know, you've got a young, ambitious manager, you've got a club that have underachieved for a few years but but are definitely on the up. They've signed a couple of good players, some good youngsters on, on contracts. They've they've got Osadebi who looks like the business. Um I, I wanna be part of this. Yeah, I think the the contact side of it that you just mentioned there is a massive part of it isn't it because uh, I mean it's something I, I do need to potentially ask Brian but if I had to assume I would assume that uh, he'll have decent contacts of course having been in the game um, for, for you know most of his life but it's not going to be 
probably as extensive as, as James Fullerton's will be, um, considering the level he's coached at and played at um, and the size of the clubs he's been at as well, obviously Palace being a Premier League side. So, um, so yeah, that, that, that's a massive part of it. And, uh, you know, it, Lee says that they've got a top 10 budget in League Two. Um, so if that's the case, they need to, you know, slightly overachieve if that's, if that's the right way of putting it by getting top seven. Uh, and that's, and that's you know that's a very small gap to make up in terms of the budget and where they want to be, um, and by keeping players like Osadivi and Perry and and adding to uh, to to the squad in the summer, uh, which it will need adding to as well. Um, they will. And I know there's lots of questions on that as well, so I won't say anything just yet. But um, there is a you know there is there is an opportunity to you know build. A, a, a good squad on what is good foundations already as well. Like I think there are good foundations in that squad um, and they just need to build build on top of that in the summer and I think Jamie should be able to help with that. Uh, and and the good foundations, you've got to say that um, new contract signing for, for Sam Perry is one of those. You spoke to him today, mm. Liam. Uh, what did he have to say? Um, oh, did, did, you, did you hear him? Did we hear him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there, there was a, t- a table tennis tournament going on in the background with some of the players so yeah, there was a little bit of background noise but... Uh, yeah, Sam's, uh, you know, he's, um, I think he's been superb the last few weeks in particular. He's been good since he's come in, but probably the last two, three games, he's been he's been right up there for me. Um, he, he looks a real talent. He, it's one of the things I spoke to him about, you know, he needs to bulk up a little bit, um, and it, which he, which is what, he, you know, the way he said it, he, knew, he needs to, you know, add a bit of strength. Um but he's good in the tackle. Uh, even now, he's good in the tackle. He's good in the air. He's quite a tall lad. Uh, technically, he's very, very good um, because he looks a little bit. Uh, no offense, he does look a little bit gangly, doesn't he, on the on on the field? And he, yeah, uh, yeah. He's, he's almost like a slightly shorter Peter Crouch, almost. But he uh, he does. Um, you know, he's very, very good technically. He's, mm. got, he's got a good touch, a very good range of passing. He's, he's got a good engine as well, I think. Good, yeah, definitely, yeah. Of course, he's made you know. The, the occasional error and now he's not perfect he's 19 he's, it's going to happen but um, I think he's done very very well and he looks a real talent so to keep hold of him is big because you look at I, th- I think it, it does happen often in football that you know a, a player a young player um, comes into the team does well gets a lot of hype from fans gets media building him up um, all of a sudden they, they get an inflated opinion of themselves uh, and and you know they they're turning down offers at a club like Warsaw and trying to and trying to force their way into a, a club higher up the pyramid. Uh, and it, there's been plenty of examples where it hasn't worked out. Um, he seems to have a good head on his shoulders. He's seen that Warsaw is the right place for him. Uh, he's building. He's got. He's under a manager that wants to play him. That wants him to to succeed. Um, and you know he's he's signed on to 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 crack on. Here uh, and and build as a player and as as a person. I mean, give him another couple years in the in and around the first team. I mean, imagine how much better he could be as well. Um, I think he's a really good player, good lad, and um, yeah, there's good future for him. And and just in terms of the contracts as well, uh, I did ask Brian um, how long the contracts were for Osadibi mm. and 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 Perry because they were they were not disclosed in the in the. Uh, in the announcements when they made them, but uh, Osadibis is a year with a year option. Year option, club option. Yes, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And uh, Sam's is we don't know. 
okay. Yes, it's uh, Brian. It was quite. It was rather funny. Uh, he said. Uh, he said. He, he sort of delayed. He went. Uh, Manny's is a year with a year option, mm-hmm. and he went. And he went. And he he went with Sam. Um, I forget, and then sort of smirked. So uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 you know, I've asked the question. He, he he didn't want to answer it. Simple as that. He's uh, in some ways I can't really blame him. He obviously doesn't want Sam in the shop window, does he? But at the same time, with him with him getting games and playing so well, it's going to happen naturally anyway. So uh, I'm sure we'll find out later down the line where he is in terms of his contract. But also DB is a year with a year option, uh, which I think sounds sensible. Uh, and uh, and yeah, I Sam, I, I would expect if I, this is not based off anything other than previous experience. Uh, okay, so I'm the, calling this an exclusive then. So whatever you say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely not. Uh, just based on sort of previous experience covering the club, I would guess it's probably something pretty similar, potentially two years flat um, rather than the one year, one year option. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I think it'd be something similar. I'd be very surprised if it's any more than that. So, um, so yeah, so that's that's where they stand. Did you notice uh, anything anything different uh, looking at the Warsaw players on Tuesday night? I, I definitely did. Well, I'm, you'll confuse me with that question because I don't know what you I don't know what you're getting at. Well, mate, they all looked fresh cuts. They were all very well <laughs> groomed, mate. And that's not just not just not just the eleven that are on the field, but you've had a chop as well, mate. Yeah. Straight down the barbers. Was it Monday for you? Oh no, Tuesday before. Oh, the Tuesday, game. Tuesday, Tuesday. Was it? Game, it was, yeah. was it getting whisper? Was it getting whispery? Was it? You know, I've always liked my, my hair being short anyway, but it it was getting to the point where it was growing over my ears, and I was like, oh, oh god, no. it's, it just feels horrible. I hate it. Um, yeah, it was bad. I looked, I looked terrible. It, it mine, it doesn't grow down either. It grows outwards, so it's like, it's oh, like mushrooms. No. It, it, oh, it sticks no. out and mushrooms. So why do you think I wear the hat constantly when I'm at uh, when I was at the games? Well, I mean, it was cold as well. To be fair, did you have to queue up, or have you have you got like a go-to stylist? Oh uh, well, I've, I've got my go-to man. Who have I, you? You got your go-to guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah who, who I book him with? Uh, on a, on an app, Billy they, Billy uh, Boy Billy Boy at uh, warwickcuts.com <laughs> No, you know what? I'll give him a little plug for anyone who's uh, you know he might he may. And I think there's a couple of Sanders fans who live around the Warwick Leamington area. Yeah, mate. Uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's at least seven listening to this. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, the Den. The Den. In, what are you going in, all the way to Southampton? In no, in Warwick. <laughs> okay. No. It's uh yes, it's called the Den. Darren, there, the owner. I book in with him on on an app that they use, and I book in with him, and uh, and yeah, he, he does me a solid. The trim is so sharp right now. Oh, if, what are you doing all this lingo you, for? So solid, you, sharp. If you, oh my honestly, God. if you if you touch down with the kids, if you touch it, you'd cut your fingers. The, the oh. trim is that. The trim is that sharp, Judah. I love the way you say it. I, I, I book on the app like that's like a brand new revelation. To uh, to make an appointment <laughs> at a hairdresser, I tell you what, I book on the app. I, I no, press, I I press saying, my time. <laughs> Honestly, the trim is on point at the moment. Actually, I must admit, I got I got mine yesterday. It is it is a relief. And um, when you get to my oh, age yeah. as well, you've got you've got a few greys kicking around, mate. And the greys look a lot worse when when your hair's longer because obviously a bit bit wispiness coming through, but. Massive stroke, massive stroke of luck for me, mate. Massive stroke of luck. So I go to I go to a, a girl who's like probably thirty five minutes drive, but very very good. Like you say, you got to have you got to have your main stylist. So so she always cuts my hair. But then devastating. Open about a week and a half ago, say we're opening up the King's Barbers, is which is kind of like a a generic um, you know barbers. I think there's about five or six of them around anyway. So go to Solihull one, and uh, they say. Um, 
they say, oh, um, we're opening up, so you, you click your person, and then you click your time, and then you're good to go. So I saw that out, and she's not there. Not there. Just not, not can't see her at all. I'm like, oh, oh dear. Hell. So, and I'm, I haven't got Facebook. I'm one of these, probably the only person in the world has got Facebook. Never, never, ever had a Facebook, mate. Never ever really? had Instagram. No, never had it. The only social media wow. I have is Twitter, mate. Facebook's too messy, mate. I've seen too many people get... It's not, not worth it, mate. Not worth it back <laughs> in the day. You don't want some, someone coming from 10 or 15 years ago, mate, and causing a load of trouble. So, um, hey, I'm one of these people, mate. It's like, if you've got your mates, or you've got the people you want to chat with, especially when you get to my age and my time of life, I'm not bothered about acquaintances. I'm not bothered about my, uh, you know halfish decent mate at school 15 years ago to wish him happy birthday and write on the wall or whatever you do I don't care you know I've got I've got the people on the phone I want to if I want to see them I'll talk to them on the phone or you know I'll give them a whatsapp and a whatsapp message I don't need Facebook well, what you say to... when you say when you get to your age it's, it's uh, the, the big 5-0 next year isn't it big 5-0 you do <laughs> Yeah. I've, I've hit the big 4-0. No, 40 now, mate. 40 now. So um, know, anyway, mate. long, long, I'm, getting, long I'm getting on, mate. I'm getting on. I'm 25 end of the year. Oh, um, mate. Game over yeah. for you, mate. Game it's over on, for mate. you. And there's only one more year you can wear those skin-tight jeans, mate, before you need to start <laughs> start getting some um, some old blue corduroys. But anyway, yeah. anyway, long story short, she, she moves and she's not there. So I haven't got Facebook. Anyway, I've tried to find a name. Kind of Facebook stalked her without having Facebook, which is difficult, by the way. Um, and then uh, she's moved to another hairdressing place, which I didn't realise over lockdown. And the hairdressing place that she moved to, which she got cut yesterday, is about 45 seconds walk from my house. Now that is a serious That's right? dream. That's dream, right? You love That's to see it. Absolute love to see it. Walk through the Sainsbury, straight in, mate. Happy days. She's there. So perfect. So yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go, mate. Ready to go for potentially Tuesday night. I could be there, but we'll see. We'll see. Depends whether they get accepted or not. We'll see. We'll see, mate. Uh, right. Um, I want to talk to you about uh, another player... Uh, who um, obviously hasn't got a new contract, but is very important, integral to the way this team are playing, and that is Mr. Rory Holden. I know you're a big, fa- you're a big fan, mate. I want you to oh, watch yeah. lyrical about about this guy, and how important he is to not just only the um, the, the Warsaw resurgence, but just Warsaw as a success story moving forward this this season and next. Well, let me take you back, Judah. Oof. Let me cast your mind back. Oof, like it, like to, it. Uh, to 2019. I would, I would, I would play some kind of music there to, to go back in time, but the budget doesn't <laughs> yeah. allow it, mate. Twenty nineteen. Wow, I was a, you know, I was nice and young back then. Yeah, whippersnapper I, those days, yeah, mate. Yeah, I know, old man now. Um, Rory Holden in on loan from uh, from Bristol City. Yeah, he's being, you know, he's being forced out wide in a four four two, playing in right midfield, and to be fair to him. Um, don't take offence, Rory, if you hear this. Mm. I mean, he he was rubbish. He really was <laughs> terrible. He, I mean, I, 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 he was playing really poor. I mean, he was poor for a long, long time. Yeah, uh, months on end, he was really poor. Um, now, Darrell kept saying, you know, he's going to come good. He's going to come good. Stick with him. Stick with him. We're thinking. I mean, come on. He's not. He's offered nothing for months on end. Yeah, the fans were on his back. Fans hated him. They absolutely hated him. They were, I mean, to be fair, I mean, he got some right stick online. <laughs> some some real, yeah, some real tough stuff. And particularly, you know, when they were they lost six in a row in, uh, what was it, the October, November time uh, of, that, of that year and that season. And then, you know, probably maybe December time, but 
most certainly in the new year um and between then and when the season got curtailed in the in the march of 2020 mm-hmm. uh i mean he was like a different person he was he was a different different human being different player altogether um he he was he was getting used more centrally they were playing 4231 yeah um and he was absolutely running the show absolutely running the show just came on leaps and bounds um to the point where within a few months having gone from public enemy number 1 to we really want to keep him mm-hmm. among, among the supporters as in play, get him back next season he's so good now they in the summer they not only do they get him back they get him back permanently they strike a deal with with uh, with city and get him back permanently um and he started this season uh, exactly where he left off uh, absolutely brilliant uh, just you know, I spoke to him a bit, and uh, I, hope, I hope he doesn't take offence by he said he was rubbish. I'm sure he would probably admit it himself, but he probably, I'm sure I he mean, would. He, do. he seems like an honest guy. He was, he was, he was really poor. To be honest, he was really struggling, um, and he, you know, he, he he changed so much and grew so much from that criticism and from that difficult time. Mm. And I asked him; I did loads of stories about it at the time, speaking to him about how he dealt with that criticism and. And, he, and he, you know, he admitted it was really, really tough to get through. And he, and he got through it, you know, he, and he, he started performing, obviously got a load of love after that. And uh, mm-hmm. come back in this season, started off so well, obviously got that terrible injury, which kept him out for, what, 15 weeks. Yeah. Which was a huge blow. But now having him back in, you can see the, the difference he makes. I mean, he, he makes such a difference to this side. Not only is his, you know, his technical ability on the ball, uh, his neat touches, his, his, I mean, his left foot is wonderful as well for deliveries and, and just passes in general mm-hmm. but you know he's, he's runs off the ball he's runs in behind um he, he's he's got he's got it all at this level i really i think he's one of the best creative probably you'd say creative attacking midfielders in this league and he's probably too good for this league uh, and he's only 23 still um he's still got i think he's still got room to grow as well i think he's a, i think he's a really really special player i really do um the and one of the big things for me as well is you can now play him out wide and he'll still perform. Yeah. Whereas in his first season when he was on loan, he started out by playing out wide, was so, so poor, brought him inside and he was so much better. Now you can play him in either of those positions and he will give you a performance and he will and he will make something happen. Uh, I mean, he does obviously float inside quite a lot when, even when he's on the wing, but you can play him out there and he'll make something happen still. Uh, albeit, you know, granted, he is better centrally. Uh, I think uh, in a, a four-two-three-one, having an attacking mid behind the striker, he's better there. Mm. Um, but you can play him out wide now, and he'll still give you something, which is worlds apart from what he was when he first joined. Um, and you know, they've got that. You've got that dilemma because I've spoken before about uh, already today about Osadivi about how I think he, he plays really well in that number eight role, coming in deep, slightly deeper centrally in midfield. Um, it's difficult for you to play Holden and Osadibi both central. You yeah. either do four three yeah. three and play Osadibi central in an eight and Holden wide. Uh, they tried them both central actually the other day when they played a five um, and played them both centrally just behind Gordon. Even it was, it was a three, but it they they were sort of tucked inside mm-hmm. uh, and it didn't work. Uh, not necessarily. I don't, I don't necessarily think it was there for, but it's you know it's it's really the five. It, it didn't work in general. Um, if they could find a way of having them both centrally but playing a four, then potentially that's an that's an idea. Um, yeah. But it's it's difficult really to do that 
because they then sacrifice wingers, uh, and, and I think I think at this level you'd need that. So it's um, they have got a dilemma in that sense, but I think it's a good dilemma because you've got you know two players that are on form that you want to fit into the side. Um, but for me, holding yeah, as I said, I think he's way too good for the League Two. I really do think he's way too good. Um, for me, I you know keep hold of him, move forward into next season, and and build around him, build a team around him. And uh, and and I think if you can keep him fit, keep him in the team, build around him, and also have players to back him up, I think as well. Which you yeah, know, that's going to that, that's going to take some recruitment, I think. Um, he he can really he can really do the business at the level because he's he's getting his, his assists and and goals before his injury and since his injury. He, that that he's been improving that side of his game as well. His, his numbers, his stats have been improving alongside the performances. So he's uh, he's heading in the right direction. He's a really really good player. So has he got one more year left? Has he after this? I believe so. Yes. Okay. I do believe so. I know some fans were concerned that he was out of contract, but I'm pretty sure he's got one more. Um, it will be something I will follow up on towards the end of the season. But yeah, I'm pretty sure he does. Just looking at um, Adebayo since he's gone to Luton, he's actually done all right to be fair, hasn't he? Mm. Yeah, he's done. I think he's got four goals, has he? Yeah, he's got four goals. Scored. Uh... Scored at the weekend, three one win at, w- at Wickham. He's done done all right, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean that that would take him to fourteen goals a season because he got ten at Warsaw before. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, fourteen goals. Yeah, fourteen goals. Better than I thought, to be honest. I must admit. Yeah, what? Well, to be fair, I mean he came on leaps and bounds this season. Yeah, he came on leaps and bounds, and it's a, it was a massive step up. But mm. to be fair to him, he seems to be doing he seems to be doing the business, doesn't he? I mean. Luton are kind of side as well that you, you wouldn't be shocked if they maybe got relegated within the next year or so as well. It, so it's one of them where he's going to be in and around Championship League One if he stays with them. Uh, but yeah, you know, he, might, he might get another move because he he's a good player. Really, is a good player. Yeah, good stuff. No, I'm pleased with him. I, I, I always liked him. Always liked him. And I think I think with him in the side as well. If you go into next year, then you know you, you you're laughing really. But the only yeah. person I'm a little bit worried about uh, before we move on to kind of just looking at the table overall. It's Josh Gordon, mate. It just seems to... I don't know whether it's since his, since his injury return and maybe he's just maybe a little bit more nervous going into 50-50s. I think a few of them were, actually, especially in the first half against Tranmere. But it just doesn't seem to have that same zip um, and that same maybe directness that we saw maybe earlier on in the season. Well, I mean, Tranmere liked to tackle, didn't they, as well? They loved to tackle. They weren't afraid to fly into, were they? Um, yeah, with Josh, I think I think the injury has played a major part in that. You know, it's I think his I think his performances the last couple of games have improved. I think his hold up play and link up play has, has improved definitely. But he is playing a very very difficult position as a as a lone striker trying to, and a lot of it is with his back to goal as well, trying to bring other players into play. Um, he's he's very rarely getting the ball, you know, in behind to run onto. He's having to hold it up mm-hmm. a lot. And, and and by doing that, he's helping bring Osadibi and Holden and these kind of players into the game. But that's going to affect his his numbers, isn't it, in terms of goals and and, and overall effectiveness uh, yeah. on the on the final score. Um, I think you I think you're onto something there when you talk about the directness. I think you know there's chances he should have scored. He should have scored. Um, I forget if it was Forest Green or Chamber, but there was one the other night where he should have scored. Um, and he, 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 the confidence I think is low in terms of you know in terms of just pulling the trigger. Um, you look at Paul Mullin at, at 
at uh, at Cambridge when they lost one 0 there should should have won the game as well and then lost with a ninth, yeah. fourth minute ninety fifth minute winner. Um, the, the bloke wasn't involved all game. Didn't have a didn't have a kick and then he gets the ball twenty five thirty yards out and just takes aim has just has a crack and scores. Um, I don't think Josh and the other strikers are really are doing that at the moment. I don't think they're I don't think they're taking the game by the scruff of the neck and just and just having a go. Mm-hmm. Um, Taking aim and something will happen. Um, I think that I think that's been the that's been the problem, uh, and obviously, and then missing chances when not putting them on target as well. So, it's um, I think he I, I do think he's still a good player at this level. I, I, I do like Josh, but it's it's a worry having him so in terms of goal scoring so badly off form. I do think his performance have improved, as I said, but in terms of goal scoring, having him so off form. They, that's, that's a big thing for the summer, isn't it? It's a big thing. Yeah, they need to, yeah. they need to bring a striker in regardless because I mean, for sure. Uh, let's face it, Derek Osayor hasn't pulled up any trees. Um, they're going to need to they need to bring a striker in regardless. But you know, they've got a decision on whether they keep hold of him and, and, and you know use him as as a, as a part of the squad or, or or make an overall overhaul rather of, uh, of of the whole sort of attacking department. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a tough one because he has shown he hasn't he at this level. He has shown. That he can do it, and and at League One, to be fair to him as well. Um, but it's just not quite falling for him at the moment. So eighteenth, uh, Liam uh, Warsaw, 40, 40, played forty one, forty nine points. Um, what's the what's the um, what are the goals now between now and the end of the season? Is it is it? Of course, the results are, are important, but not as important, I guess, as they were a couple of weeks back. Is it more about uh, more of the same and and getting this team playing in the way that Brian wants, or is it? Getting up that table as quick as possible to, you know, maybe towards halfway. You know, I mean, that was a forty-nine points. So, you know, two more points, and they're they're at sixteenth with Oldham. Four or five more points, and you're looking towards thirteenth, fourteenth in this table, which definitely sounds a lot better than eighteenth. Yeah, I think it's a bit of both for me because you look at the situation, with Brian. I think he's going to need performances and results um, in the last five games um, to. To probably like cement his position yeah. for next for next year, yeah, um, or at least put a good bid in for it um, with the, with the hierarchy of the club. Um, but also, uh, I'm sure it's going to be in the back of their minds, and it is something I'm planning to, to ask in the future as well in, as the last few games go. But I'm sure it's going to be in the back of their minds that Warsaw's lowest ever finish in the football league uh, in in the last hundred years of being in the football league um, was sixteenth. In the fourth tier in 1991. Okay. So are they going to want to? You know, it, it's not a great headline, is it? If they if they have their lowest ever finish for 100 years. No. Um, they're going to want to. They're going to want to get higher than 16th. I mean, even equaling it is not not exactly uh, not exactly great. So if they can get higher than 16th, I think that would be a 15th and, and above would be a, a a good aim at this point, particularly. Considering the situation they were in only a couple of weeks ago, as we've already said, um, yeah, that that would be, I think, a, a good aim as well. But I mean, what if you ask me, what would Brian prefer? Would he prefer to finish seventeenth, lowest finish for a hundred years, but he gets the job next year, or finish fifteenth and not and not get the job? Oh, he'd he's rather, getting the job. He'd, he'd he's, he's taking he'd, seventeenth he'd all day long. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I think uh, I think performances and results in the last five are going to be more important. You look at the last five. Who they've got? They've got Colchester, Salford at home, Scunthorpe away, Morecambe at home, Carlisle away. You'd probably look at that and say, you know, 
two you're wins, at least couple of wins, at least. Yeah, yeah. two two wins out of five. Um, Colchester fighting for their lives, but when you look at the other way, you know, you what, Col- aren't they? I mean, Col- goodness me, they're in serious trouble. Oh. I'm sure we'll come on to them in a minute, but uh, yeah, two out of five wins, or you know, even if they, you know, maybe one win and two or three draws and the one loss or something like that. Mm. If they limit the amount of losses and you know, put some good performances in, I think, um, I think they'll take that and they'll probably get the job from it as well. Excellent. Right, we're going to go on and take some questions in a minute. But first, a word from our sponsors, Adoption at Heart. Um, thinking of adoption, we have all the information you need at Adoption at Heart, your regional adoption agency for the Black Country. Adoption at Heart provides adoption services for the City of Wolverhampton Council, Walsall Council, Dudley Borough Council and Sandwell's Children's Trust. And it's encouraging those who are considering adoption to come forward and take the next step. The Black Country Agency is appealing for adopters who can give our children lots of individual time, understanding and ongoing support and are looking to recruit adopters from within a diverse section of the community, irrespective of gender, sexual orientation, disability, race or faith. To start your adoption journey or to find out more, why not book on the next virtual information event? Visit www.adoptionatheart.org.uk to see the next available dates and to book your place or call 01902 553818. That's 01902 553818. Right, Liam, shall we take some, uh, some questions from the beautiful people? Let's do it. Here we go. Stuart Scooby. Bart says, uh, as it appears, Brian Dutton will be the head coach for next season. Will we employ an assistant also? And will Sadler stay on, he says? Yeah, I think this is a really uh, a really good point, a really big talking point for me. And it's, for me, you look at Matt Sadler, I would say potentially he needs to make a decision in terms of whether he finishes playing and carries on coaching or whether, you know, or whether he just, you know, carries on playing and doesn't mm. coach which I, which I think is unlikely but uh, and that's not a reflection of of his performances because I think he's actually done very very well um, but he's played 21 games in a row now wow. uh, and that's Saturday Tuesday regularly as well um, yeah. 21 games in a row now for Warsaw obviously they had James Clark out and then as soon as Clark came back they had Scar out um, mm-hmm. although the good news is uh, found out today that Scar is back in training today oh, that's um, just just to mention, so he's potentially in uh, in line for the squad tomorrow. But um, so for me, I think he potentially has to make a decision, um, and I think he'll stay on and stay on in the, in a coaching capacity. Now, whether that's assistant or not is you know is another question. Mm. Um, I do think that they need a uh, an experienced or at least decently experienced coach in there with them. Um, whether that is as assistant or as just a, a generic coach, um, either or, I do think they need an, another coach in there um, because even with Matt coming out of the team and going onto the sidelines, it's still just him and him and Brian because then they've got Mike Taylor, goalkeeper, they've got the physios, they've got the kit man. Uh, Mike Taylor, obviously, even though he's an experienced player uh, or former player, rather, he um, he is specialising in goalkeepers. He's not going to yeah. be able to, to help with, with the rest of it to... to massive extent so for me they need one more body in there because remember when Darrell came in he had Brian and he had uh... why have I forgotten his name now that's bad isn't it his name's just evading me <laughs> Google it I, I wish I could but I don't know what to I don't know what to Google <laughs> people know who I mean he had, why, I could see his face why has his name gone out of my head 
This is what this is. Oh, this is one of those brain fart moments that people don't often see from me because obviously I'm usually such on you know on 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 point as as my hair. Wow. But, uh, uh, oh, this is going to really annoy me. I need, I'm going to need to Google. I'll Google it in a minute when we're when, when we're uh, talking about someone else. Um, but yeah, for me, I think it's he needs someone else. Definitely, he needs someone else in there, and I think Matt needs to make a decision. I think he'll stay on, Matt. I think he'll move into coaching and 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 hang up his boots. All, although I do know that he, he's he's still enjoying playing and he's been playing well, so it's uh, definitely going to be a difficult decision. But that, that's what I think he'll do. Um, and then if that if that's the case, they're probably going to need to sign a centre half as well, aren't they? But uh, yeah, but yeah, but that's that's where I stand with it. I think. Nick. Etheridge, uh, given the fact that we are a completely different side when Roy Holden plays, how does Dutton, or whoever is in charge, he says in, in brackets, find a solution to that makes us somewhere near as effective going forward when he's not available? So basically when... Uh, when, when Holden... Yeah, explain, Yeah, say that again for me. Let me get my head around this. Okay, so basically um, he's saying that um, Holden is... They're a completely different side when Holden is, plays, but how... Do they uh, be as effective going forward when he's not available? So if he picks up a knock or whatever, and uh, they're too reliant yeah. on, on Holden. Is that, is that someone? Is is the answer from within, or is it? Do they need to sign someone who can, you know, uh, release that burden? Yeah, for me, they have they have to sign. I think um, to they they do need attacking signing. So I think I think wingers are important. Um, but in terms of specifically. The Holden situation. They need to bring someone in behind him that is, you know, at the right age and ability that they're, you know, they're happy to. I wouldn't say necessarily play second fiddle to him, but they're happy to, you know, come in and out of the side and you know develop, um, but are but are effective at the same time because Rory. Obviously, there's always going to be the worry about an injury, but at the same time, not many players are going to be able to play the the forty six games, are they? Mm. Week in week out, they're going to need, particularly starting them, they're going to need a break. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that, yeah, that's where I stand with it. I think, I do think they need to sign in terms of the answers from within. I mean, obviously DB obviously can, can play further forward, but I think he's a different player really to, um, to, to, to Rory. So, so yeah, that, that's where I stand with it. And I just remember the name of the assistant as well. It was go on. <laughs> Marcus Stewart. Hey, uh, there we go. I, I don't know if you could tell while you were reading that last question out, my mind was still with trying to figure out. <laughs> oh, no, we could all tell, mate. The... We, we could all tell God, because that, I, I couldn't hear anything from you. That was just a terrible, you know, lapse of, I don't even know what, I just brain went to mush that. I could not remember. <laughs> I could see his face. I've spoken to him before. I was just like, what is his name? It happens yeah. to the best of us, my friend. There we go. Uh, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I am the best of us, so yeah, that's fair enough. Gary, 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 Gary. Do you remember that? Do you remember that skit? Gary, Gary, Gary. I've got no idea what you're doing. Oh, come on. I've got, haven't got a clue. Gary, Gary, Gary. No? I thought oh. you would be well into Only Fools and Horses, mate. No? Never seen it. Oh, my God. Sam Hadwin at Warsaw won't like me for saying that because I know he's a fan uh, and he's quoted it before. And I think a couple of times I've sort of laughed along, pretended I know what he's on about, but no, I ain't got a clue. Oh, mate. Uh, only for us, honestly, the, the, the crap and the and the bilge that is on TV these days, mate. They don't make them like Only Fools and Horses, honestly. You you would be you would be a very good Del Boy, actually, back in the day, like a younger Del Boy. Like, if you go and see the actual play um, in London, you put a flat cap on, mate. I think you've got a little bit of Del Boy in you. Yeah, yeah, you've got a bit of that, uh, you know, a bit of that charm. 
I reckon I could do it. I was going to say the height, to be honest, but we'll move I on. I knew you were uh, going to go there. I out, knew it. Out, out you do, you know I'm six foot two. <laughs> out of the current squad, the camera, one, the camera does, tell, does not tell lies. Out of the current squad, uh, not already signed up for next season. Are, are Walsall in any talks to sign any players and who are they? And defensively, uh, we look decent. It would be a shame to have to rebuild at the back. So it's Gary. Well, <laughs> That's a, a question you've thrown at me without uh, without any preparation. Uh, it's something I'm I mean, he sent it thirty. Last... He sent it thirteen hours ago to your account, but you know that's fine. I mean, no preparation. Oh, I didn't. No I didn't see. I didn't see it. So uh, I was. Okay. I, yeah. <laughs> um, it's something I'm, I'm planning to you know look into and ask in the next um, in the next few weeks as the season comes as it sort of winds to an end. There'll be plenty of plenty of those kind of questions being asked. Um, I think once Walsall are over the hump of getting to safety, which they may do this weekend. I think that's when you know it's the right time to start to start uh, probing on all those uh, on all those kind of things because then the t- attentions in some way do turn to next season, don't they? So, uh, mm. so yeah, I, I think uh, I, I will uh, put a pin in that and come back to it. Okay, and he says he says basically the second half of that question that it'd be a shame if they have to rebuild at the back. I can understand that as well because they have looked pretty good, pretty solid recently. Yeah, they have. They that's something that Brian is uh, is. Uh, he deserves praise for having um, having made them more solid defensively, and mm. you know it's a funny one with James Clark because a lot of fans over the couple of years he's been at the club, a lot of fans have criticised him at times, mm. and I think some even now don't like him. I don't understand why. I think he's a really good player. I really do. I think he's a lot better than than some fans are giving credit for. I think he's definitely worth keeping hold of. Um, I think you don't want to rebuild too much. You want to bring a couple of the youngsters in, like uh, like Leek, for example, give him. If you can get leak, you know, maybe fifteen odd games or something next season, um, and really sort of increase the workload for him, I think that would be good. But alongside some of the experienced players they've already got, but if Sadler becomes coach full time rather than playing, they're going to need they're going to need a signing now. I think as well, having obviously lost uh, Zach Jules and, and and things like that. So uh, yeah. so yeah, they're going to need a signing. I think, um, but it'd be nice if they can keep hold of of who they have got. I think. Uh, Pete Meredith, uh, he just basically asks, has Dutton done enough to, to be the head coach next season? You would say yes, short answer? If you ask me right this second, I'd say no. Ah, uh, so, if, so if the season finished tomorrow? Yeah, I'd say no, only because you, it, it's difficult to, it's, I think it's difficult to justify, you know, two wins in 15 or whatever it's been for mm, him. Mm. I, I do. I, although I do think there has been improvements. He's uh, trending in, in the right direction now. Yeah, he definitely is trending in the right direction. There has been improvements in the last sort of few weeks, but those improvements have have come after a real poor slump. Uh, I know he came into the the job when they were already in a, a poor form anyway, but you know to to have not been able to get them out it quicker uh, is the probably the biggest criticism. As difficult as that is, of course. Um, yeah, yeah. If you ask me, if season ends tomorrow, no. But I think I would say yes if you know the next five games goes pretty well with what we've already said you know a couple of wins or a win and a few draws and limited defeats I think um, yeah I think that uh, I think I'd say yes then Are you are you um, bouncing or, or playing with some sort of pen or toy in the background or clicking something <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't hear that I'll be honest it's been irritating me for the last 20 minutes <laughs> No I haven't been doing it that long I've only done it for the last couple of minutes You like doing this aren't you? You're like Oh, what are you doing? I'm so what sorry. You, I didn't think you could hear it. 
What are you I've got doing? A little, got a little phone in my hand. I was just flicking it in my hand. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> stop it. Um, Sam Hadwin says, uh, what colour skinny jeans should we expect to see at Colchester asking for a friend? Yeah, it's I a mean, do you want to... Do you want to... Well, do you want to let the people know what you were wearing on Tuesday night? Because I was astonished. <laughs> astonished. Oh, come on. There's nothing wrong with this. I've done, it's not the first time I've done it. It's the second time I've done it. You were wearing sweatpants. Yeah, you were wearing, you were joggers, wearing yeah. joggers, yeah, sweatpants, mate. Sweatpants. But listen, yeah, but listen, they were black. Yeah. Uh, and they were like, they were like uh, skinny fit. So they weren't like hanging off me, like chavy. They were just, you know, they were like comfortable, but inconspicuous. They were, they were Longsdale joggers. No, they were, they weren't Longsdale. Longsdale lie joggers. To, don't you, lie they were to soccer people. sports special. Do three not quid, lie. They were like bowing out. Oh, it was it was it was dreadful. Do dreadful. not lie. To, do not lie to the people. Mate, you were all over soccer sport, Look, mate. All I've done it. Sport. <laughs> I've done it. I've done it once before, and it was I think it was at Leighton Orient away the other week. I did mm. it once then. Um, you know, I just fancied. You know, I was getting tired of wearing jeans. Sometimes it's a bit, you know, uncomfortable. I wouldn't say uncomfortable, but you know, you're wearing them constantly. I just fancied to put them a little bit more. Comfortable on? Eating your, eating your chocolate snacker jacks. Yeah, I don't um, know. Well, body's a temple, so I've got to keep it low saturated. Hey, mate, I brought some sushi to, to the Banks's, mate. So, you know, you got to, you got to keep up appearances. And some wonton one soup or whatever. Wonton soup. I didn't actually get a chance to eat the wonton soup. Yeah. I didn't really... I, I, I mean, I do... Warsaw's microwave, genius, as we've said before. But um, the tap in there, I didn't really want to put the, hot, the, the cold water tap in there. I didn't really trust it too much. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know if that's been used many times. So I left it and had it when I got back home, to be fair. It was a late night little snackaroo. Uh, but yeah, well, the answer to uh, the answer to Sam would be mm. uh, I may go with the black ones on Saturday, Sam. But if I change my mind, don't hold it against me. But yeah, that, that may be the plan. Okay, I'm gonna um, sandwich George, Vital Warsaws, and Van Sant's hat into three in one tweet. Here we go. Uh, who would your ideal player targets be for the summer? Says George. Uh, Vital Warsaw asking for top three positions we need to recruit. And uh, Van Sands Hat says two strikers and an on-fire Josh Ginley type of winger. Yeah, I would. Yeah, so let's let's assume that you know all the players they've got now permanently stay mm-hmm. uh, and, and do it that way. And obviously, if if any leave, which I imagine some will, then that will obviously change. But let's say from the squad now, uh, and let's also say with the lone players, um, let's say they keep Melbourne. Uh, and that's it. Let's say they don't keep any others. Because I, I think Tyreek Wright will probably get another loan, probably higher yeah. up the pyramid, I'd say. Uh, I think Derek will say, you're, uh, unless he shows anything different in the next five games, it would not be worth going back in for, I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just being brutally honest. Um, so let's say they keep Melbourne as well. I would say you probably need a centre-half. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's dependent on Sadler as well, but that that's not the most important one either. I would say what the most important ones are, but I'd say a centre half. I would say it's a tough one. I would say two wingers, okay, right, one right, one left, and probably, probably, and, and the wingers, by the way, being up there, are the most important alongside one striker. But I'd potentially say two strikers mm-hmm. because you're losing. 
if you lose, I'll say you've then got Gordon and, and Lavery as the only two. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably say two strikers, maybe one on loan, uh, like a younger lad who's you know getting getting some gains, but hopefully with a little bit of experience, and then one you know a proper a proper sign. I'd put them. I'd put the majority of the budget on that and go with a proper striker. Um, but I would get I would get two wingers in as well. Two wingers is really important. They need another right winger, uh, particularly if Tyree Wright leaves. Um, so yeah, I think that that that's for me. I think I think midfield are probably well stocked. Uh, uh, where's Wes going, mate? What's happening with Wes? It's a it's a weird one with Wes. He's out of contract, isn't he? In the summer, it's mm. a weird one with him because he's he, he for the most part he hasn't worked for them this season. Uh, he's had the odd game here and there, like Tranmere away, for example. He was really good, but does he get a contract offer? Do you feel that's a really tough one because you know what he's capable. Of. I think because of his age and you know what he's capable of, I would say yes. Um. But you have to supplement that with, you know, some real, a, a good signing on the wing that can offer real good competition, uh, an out and out winger as well, not someone being shoehorned in there like a Holden or or Nosadibi. Yeah. Uh, so an out and out winger, and that's for both wings, I, I would say. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'd also be tempted to say they could do with a full back. Um, but you know, if we're if we're saying that they're keeping the team as it is, Norman and White, they've probably got enough there. Um, I know Cochrane Mollick's not had many games, but he's potentially all right back up to, to Melbourne. Uh, obviously, if, as I said, if, if players leave, which is expected, I would say that they need to, they would have to bring more in. But yeah, I think that the, the ones that stand out right now in terms of the squad they've got would be striker and winger and then probably mm. one centre-half as well. Mm. Yeah, big pre-season to be fair. Where would you like to go? A question from Jathan Nuda. Um, who's uh, asked you a question uh, saying uh, if anywhere because um, let's be honest they're going to be in the United Kingdom if Walsh were to go anywhere on a pre-season tour where would you like to go Liam? Oh, that's a great question where would mm, I like to thank go? Thank you thank you. <laughs> it's not your question uh, right. J- Jathan Nuda mate remember Jathan Nuda Jathan Nuda uh, uh, very, very good thank you <laughs> it's a great question thank you um, oh because you're not going to you're not going to Marbs, mate. But but you know you'd like to say you'd like to go maybe cover a couple of games in a pre-season friendly somewhere if they get away. Where would you like to go? Would you like I to would go say to? like maybe maybe like Northern Ireland or something. Northern Ireland, okay, okay. Mate, yeah, I went to Northern Ireland this uh, last season to do uh, the um, Crusaders Wolves, mate. Yeah. Awesome, mate. Love Belfast. Great shout. Yeah, yeah. Ireland or Northern Ireland, Ireland, you want to go to, don't you? With the best, yeah, will, with so. the best will in the world, you don't want to go to Wales, do you? I'm sorry, anyone I, who's Wales. You don't I mean, what's there? Wales. There's not a lot going on. <laughs> Scotland, you can give or take. Don't I mind almost said Scotland. Scotland. Yeah, because I've been to Edinburgh and I, it was a brilliant city. I, I, I almost said Scotland, but thinking about it, I think Ireland or Northern Ireland, yeah, would be would be the one. Yeah. Nice. A week or you know, ten days tour around there. Well, let's not go crazy, mate. Ten day tour, mate. I mean, you, you'd, be yeah. going, you'd, you'd be going for three nights on an ENS budget, mate. You're not sending you for <laughs> ten nights, mate. There'd be you might be able you might be able to squeeze in a Game of Thrones tour if you're lucky. No, ten ten day tour, you know, proper <laughs> ten pre-season. day on its tour. Lads, yeah, lads, yeah, lads, exactly. Lads. Yeah, lads, in, lads, in, lads. in the bars with the lads. <laughs> you and you and you and Michael Beardmore. Me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, Till three a.m. Me, me and Beardmore in there, mate. You know. Tequila shots, Sambuca, off, the whole off, lot. Uh, off, he- off, off 25 stone blokes' bellies. Love it, mate. Love <laughs> whoa, it. Whoa, 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 Love whoa. it. 
Uh, I've never about that. <laughs> right, finish off with uh, Jamie Simner. Last question. He says, uh, random question, Liam, but would be great to get a bit of insight into what an average week as a Walsall reporter consists of. Keep up the good work. Thank you very much, Jamie. Um, well, yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, I don't really do much, do I? It's just, yeah, I mean, just around. you know... Some of us have got to make you sound kind of coherent, but apart from that, what, what goes on, mate? What goes on? Let's let's so take it from take it from a game on Saturday. Start with a Saturday game, and then and then take us through the week in about ninety seconds would be great. Right. Well, Saturday, in ninety seconds, yeah. Uh, Saturday, you know, well, there's a lot of travelling involved, so mm. wherever the games are, um, but essentially, I mean, particularly with COVID, you just get there an hour and a half before the game, go in. Get all your bits done before the game, which means you know, like typing up these sort of intros to the team news and things like that for the match report and the match as it goes. Match report as normal. Post match, speak to manager and player, do a reaction piece or whatever the, the best line is on the game. Normally from the manager, um, put that out. Uh, come back home, do a player ratings and uh, do a bit of analysis in, in the paper for Monday. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then in the week, uh, I mean, obviously it can be really hectic in terms of if there's a Tuesday game because you've got travelling, you've got previews to write, you've got... Um, and, and Warsaw don't do a, a pre-match press on a Monday, so you've got to ask the stuff for a Tuesday game after the Saturday game as well, um, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then throughout the week, I mean, I do other stuff like the like grassroots uh, stuff uh, with different sports. I do, I do a lot of boxing stuff as well, actually. I, do, I speak to a lot of the local boxers. I'm, I'm big into my combat sports, so I do a lot of that away from Warsaw. But, um, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, trying, uh, going with a lot of the quotes-led stuff alongside trying to, you know, speak to people in the game and connected with the club with things that fans want to know, basically, trying to trying to find things out. So, you know, I did a lot of stuff on the, um, on the director of football, uh, was unable to, in the end, get, you know, a proper line out there, but, you know, was able to because it is difficult as well trying to trying to get stuff. So uh, I did able to get out. Was able to get out rather to Stuart Watkins was an in for it, which was a, a rumor that he was he got the job and stuff like that. You know, putting things to to bed and uh, and and getting uh, getting the info out there. So yeah, it's uh you know it's it's busy. Uh, there's a lot of stuff on, um, but uh, I wouldn't change it. You know, it's been uh, it's been cracking. It's weird to think that I'm very close to finishing my my second season. Amazing, mate! Amazing. Um, you say you like your boxing. Uh, for people who might not know, uh, you were involved in a little boxing match probably about a year and a half ago now, mate. Were you a little white collar boxing match? I was. I, I, it might have been longer than a year and a half. It was a while ago now. Oh well, yeah, it might have been. It might have been around that actually. Yeah, a year but it and was. Half you. Is it, um, what, what, what was the situation? Who were you pitted against? How did you do? Uh, well, I lost. Um, but <laughs> but I lost on um, I lost on points. I didn't get stopped. Nice, nice. So that's always good. Um, it's uh, I got put against. I mean, you've already made a joke about my height, um, only because you're like six foot nine. Six two. But I, I am six foot. Wow. Some people say five eleven, but it's yeah, it's six foot. You know, six foot. But you're I'm not five. Sh- you're, you're five seven. No, don't go there. I am Bobby. okay. You know what? I will be honest. I am five eleven. I wish I was six foot. I am five eleven, but <laughs> I'm very, very close to six foot. But I am five eleven. The that's not short. Just because you're six two, uh, I think yeah. you're. I it's think you're short. more. I think you're closer to Jean Moutinho, mate. To be honest. No, listen. I'm no. I'm no Paul Joannou uh, at Warsaw. <laughs> oh, wow. He, he's wow. about five two, isn't he? Wow. Shots fired. 
Look, 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 5'11". But I got put against this bloke. He was mm. about 6'4". Oh, no. He, he was pretty skinny. Obviously, it was to do with weight. So he was mm. pretty skinny. So that's why the weight worked out. But he mm. was he was a lot taller than me. So he just kept me at range. And it was so difficult to get in there. And obviously, I'd only done a certain amount of training. So I couldn't... I wasn't exactly a uh, professional at getting in on the inside and mm. doing the Mike, doing the Mike Tyson and getting in. So, uh, yeah, I found it difficult. And also, you know, I did I did sparring a couple of times and, you know, felt okay with it. I mean, it's, mm. it's, it is quite scary when you first do it, but I felt okay with it. And then, and then there, with all the lights, you know, family and friends watching, as soon as you get hit a couple of times, you don't, you, you're not prepared for being hit until you get hit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's and I, I didn't react to it very well. Um, not like I was like running away scared or anything, but I couldn't I wasn't fighting back very well in particularly in the early part of it. And I only I only got a bit of joy, I think maybe second round I got him up against the ropes and I unloaded a little bit on him and it looked it looked quite good, but you know, I wasn't really I wasn't really close. So I, I did okay. I did I did um Any foot any said footage we can uh, we can play on the podcast at some point, mate? Maybe a little bit of visuals. I, I don't think so. No, oh, there must be. So. I mean, someone's had a someone's had a camera phone there, mate. There's got to be no, a little I, bit of footage. No, all, all my, all my. No, I think uh, I've got, I've got a picture I can show you. There might be a video of my walkout I could show you, but um, I don't think there is any other fight. No, but um, tweet in if I, you want to see a picture of Liam's ring walk. Um, yeah, I be, can. I, 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 there might be a video of it as well because I did a bit of a dance as I walked in. Oh no, no one wants to see a dance, mate. No wonder you got battered, mate. And then, oh, and then, no. No, don't say got battered. Come on. <laughs> No, look, look. I, I, I will, I will, my final word on my performance is this. You know, I yeah. didn't do as well as I wanted to. Okay. But I did okay, and at the end of the day, I raised a lot of money for cancer research. So I'm happy with that. Oh, you always go with that. I can't take the, I can't take the piss now, mate. Now you've gone with that. You now go. you're down that line. Fair play, fair play. Now, good, good effort, mate. Fair play walking into the ring. I don't, I, w- I would not want to do that. Not with this face, mate. That's 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 what brings the money. Home. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. Let's move on. Um, uh, we, we mentioned it briefly earlier, but what a massive game this is for Colchester. Um, Five thirty kickoff, Liam, on a Saturday. Uh, What's going on? Five thirty. Saying that, now. You're not happy. I've got an 8.15 one at Bloody Wolves. Um, oh, yeah, true, yeah. yeah 5.30 kickoff. Colchester um, fighting for their lives, by the way. Uh, them and, between them and Salvendra, it looks like, for uh, that, that one relegation place. Grimsby probably gone, you'd have thought. Um, so, um, look, more of the same, I guess, Liam, from, from a Warsaw point of view. Um, they're going to be nervous. They're going to be struggling. Warsaw are the ones who come in um, with a bit of form. Oh yeah, big time. I mean, Colchester are really struggling, aren't they? You look at the um, the league. I think they've got one win in twenty five games. I think. Wow. I'm pretty sure that's right. I mean, don't don't uh, get my back if it is wrong, but I think that's pretty accurate. One win. I mean, that is bad. Mm. They haven't. They, and they haven't won in ten games as well. Um, I mean, yeah, they're they're in really really poor form. They are four points above Southend. Uh, they're third bottom, obviously. Um, yeah. And on Tuesday, after Saturday's game, on the Tuesday coming up, they play at home to Southend. Hmm. Wow. That is a, a massive... That I, is huge. Don't want to be honest, I think Southend might get out of it. I really do. Really? I've, I've said for the last couple of weeks now, because uh, for anyone who doesn't know, our uh, deputy sports editor uh, at ENS Towers, uh, Derek Bish, is a Southend fan. Okay. Um, so... I've been saying to him for the last few weeks, look, I reckon you might actually get out of it. Because mm-hmm. they actually played all right against Warsaw. Warsaw pretty mm-hmm. poor. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the problem is they can't score. Um, but uh, Colchester are really, really struggling. They are, yeah, they're four points above. They need a result against Walsall. And, and, you know, as a few weeks ago, before these two wins, we were looking at this game as the big game, wasn't it? For yeah, of course. It was, course, it was yeah. the big, high-pressure game that um, that they were going to need. They, you know, they, this could be the what their season hinges on. And for now, for Walsall, it virtually means nothing other than, you know, just uh, climb the table and having as high a finish as possible. Um, but for Colchester, this could be everything. Because if they mm. if they lose and Southend get a draw or win, they go into Tuesday knowing that if they lose, they could be in the bottom two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, inc- it's an incredibly important game. Um, and you look at their form, I mean, they, they lost 5-2 to Oldham and two goals for them in that game as well is a you know that's that's a that's an that's an achievement in itself. Yeah. Um yeah, they're really struggling. They've got Hayden Mullins as the interim there after they sat their manager. They've got Paul uh, I think it's Paul Tisdale, isn't it, who was at mm-hmm. Bristol Rovers recently, got sat from there. He's gone in there until the end of the season in like an advisory role. Um I don't know why you don't just give him the job. But uh yeah it's a uh, it's it's for Warsaw. It's a good opportunity, you know, to build off two wins against a team really struggling. But yeah. for Colchester, you know, it, it it could go one or two ways for Warsaw in that Colchester could come out and really be, you know, so desperate and fighting that they get something out of it and mm-hmm. end up winning. Or it could be, you know, they're so poor, their performances are so poor that they're going to be so low on confidence that Warsaw could walk them over like like Oldham did. But you look at the Colchester side as well; they've actually got a decent team. Um, they've got Miles Welch Hayes who was at Macclesfield last year was actually a, he's a pretty decent right back I thought um, the, uh, Callum Harriet on the wing I, th- I always thought he was a pretty de- decent player um, Frank Newble up top um, always been pretty decent they've got uh, Ben Stevenson he was a young lad he was at Coventry they went to Wolves uh, and then yeah. now at Colchester yeah he, he's, he's been a pretty decent player they've actually got they've got, actually got a, not a bad squad Um but it's just not working. They play a four-two-three-one normally, so I expect Warsaw probably to go with four at the back again. Um, particularly after you know Brian went with five and then at half time changed it, knowing the, the sort of mistake he'd made. But um, but yeah, it's going to be a it's it's a good opportunity for Warsaw. It really is. Um, and it, and you know a win there could could put the nail in the coffin for Colchester. It really could. It's, uh, it's Colchester against Warsaw, Liam. Um, I'll go first with a little prediction. Nathan Jude is going to say um, Colchester United 1, Warsaw Football Club 3. You must have read my mind. I was going to say the exact same Oh, what? 3-1 away win, really? I, I, fancy, I fancy Warsaw to get a few goals. I really do, I think. Uh, Seeing as we're the... averaging a goal again, we've both gone to score three away from home. I love that. Yeah, I, I fancy. I really, really do fancy. I think uh, we asked about Rory Holden today as well. I mean, he's 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 fit and fine, so he he should be playing. Obviously, he did go down in the first half against Tranmere, and it was, everyone was collectively holding their breath, mm-hmm. thinking, "Oh God, what's happened here?" Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, here Mossadivi all ready to go, raring to go in terms of fitness as well. Um, put out a, in the preview earlier, but uh, as I said, Dan Scarl's back in training today. He could be in with a shout. Hayden but you think White, he's probably but, going to go with the same similar team you'd have thought? Yeah, I think so. Go. I think it's unlikely he'll go straight in, but he, he he could be in the squad possibly. Hayden White is going to be touch and go, so I'd suggest he probably won't play. Um, Sinclair is uh, not going to be available most likely. Um, Liam Roberts is it's been described to me as he's fine, but he hasn't he's been on the bench but hasn't been doing the warm ups. Mm. So you know, there's a he's obviously not one hundred percent. 
Um, any, anyone I'm missing? I think that's all. That's the only four out injured because Keen Lavery came back. So yeah, I mean, unless um, you know, unless anything happens in training today, uh, that we obviously we hope it doesn't happen. But unless anything does happen, then they should be good to go. Fitness was fantastic, mate, and we'll all look forward to see what uh, what jeans you rock up in. On, uh, on it's the talk of the town, isn't it? Talk of the town, mate. I'm sure we'll also be tweeting out what you're wearing. Um, <laughs> with, with, with me not being there, mate, I'll be there. I'll be there in spirit. I'll be there in spirit as I as I watch uh, um, a, a Wolves side against a Sheffield United side. Could be an absolutely horrific game. To be fair, I might rather be <laughs> Colchester. But we. But mate, good luck. Been a pleasure. I'm, I'm sorry we've gone a bit long. I've done a bad job of um, of pacing this podcast because we're in one hour and twelve minutes. But a lot to talk about over two weeks, isn't it? So I'm sure that yeah. The peeps won't mind too much. Um, thank you very much, mate. Have a good one. Safe journey. Yes, you too, mate. Thank you very Safe much. Safe journey, and I'll catch up with you next week. Uh, from me, from Liam, fingers crossed, three points on Saturday. Come on, Super Saddlers. From me, from Liam, take care.